Hi, this is Jim, and this is Second Chance, a Moped Podcast. And welcome everybody to another week of Second Chance Moped Podcast. I was going to be prepared. I was going to be prepared. I was going to have notes. And I was going to have a weather forecast for everybody in St. Paul, Minnesota and Richmond, Virginia, because I am a moped dork and I love moped content. Like any moped, any moped content I can listen to or watch, I will. So I'm a dork for uh, everybody in Richmond and Moped Monday podcast. So like they're all giving me shit about talking about the weather. That's what we do here in Minnesota. We talk about the weather. And it was so awesome. Speaking of the weather, I it was 80 something degrees, like the first good rideable 80 degree day. And I went out, I, I hit a bunch of people up and like, I don't know what the hell the deal was. Like nobody was out riding. It was like, what? Like you should, people definitely need to tax a lot of anybody, you know, in Minnesota, like ask them why the fuck they're not riding. But young Jake, young Jake, who's really enthusiastic and just wants to play mopeds all the time me and him went um put put some miles on which was fun um and we happened to run in so we go to some hot dog stand and happened to run into um like three older gentlemen who have their own moped club they're in a suburb northwest suburb and they're like talking about, i'm like well are you guys on instagram well no are you on facebook i'm like how can anybody know about you if you're like, I'm not saying you have to build a website, but like, oh, it was frustrating. But like I told them about myself and like they knew about Moped Army and they knew about uh, the Minnesota Moped page and like enthusiastic young Jake. He was all telling them like how to find us like, dude, they know about it. Like I, that's, I love people who are enthusiastic about mopeds. Speaking of being enthusiastic about mopeds, Everybody should really hit up Moped Party Pizza on Facebook and ask her about her moped party she's having Memorial Weekend in Kansas City, Missouri and Kansas City, Kansas. It's only like, I think it's, it's going to be like a 11 hour ride for most of the country. Like, cause everybody, cause I may have thrown the invitation to a few people are like, it's 11 hours. I'm like, you didn't have fucking rallies for a year shut the fuck up and come and play mopeds like i don't get it like people are just silly like that but uh i worked on my baker's dozen bike today finally i've been avoiding it like the plague i it's on the stand i look at it a lot and i've done everything i could not to work on it and i finally got my seat finished done 90 percent um oh my goodness i got my i got my my unicorn it's not a unicorn, but it is was for me. I got my black 83 Hobbit. Um, fucking young Garrett. I, I tell people all the time, I don't want to buy any more mopeds. Like, I'm done buying mopeds. I have, like, five or six. That's plenty. And, like, damn young Garrett, Sunday, when I was supposed to originally record this podcast, because I, I can compromise with certain guests who I really want to have on, Um <laughs> my guest is fucking with me right now um young garrett at like six o'clock minnesota time sent me an ad and one was for a fucking black 83 hobbit that was cheap and i'm just like you motherfucker i hate you i don't want to go get mopeds i don't so i hit the guy up but long story short i felt like i was gonna go into a scene of deliverance because like this guy who i ended up buying it from 
He was probably only 55, but he looked 95 because he just black face, like just gritty and dirty. Like exfoliation would have helped this man a lot in his life. And that's all I'll say. But I'm just really excited about Bopez. Plus, this is like my first. Hold on. I had to get my sip of coffee. In. It's like my first cup of coffee in like a day and a half because I got my second Rona shot and it's really fucked with my insomnia. So I got that going for me. But speaking of insomnia and nothing to do with our guest, I'm going to introduce our guest right now. I um, had reached out to this person before I kind of was pulling a rib on everybody um, that I was going to shut the, I was going to end the podcast you know, I go on my runs. I reach out to a bunch of people. Ninety percent of all people have been very receptive, including our guest. And um, she actually got back to me like right as I was, quote unquote, shutting the podcast down. Like, hey, are we still gonna do this? And I'm just like, yeah, just hold on. And um, I just wanna. And I found out some more rad shit about my guest, but I'll just let her introduce herself and um <laughs> introduce herself and she can tell you all about herself soon you were one of the first guests to fuck with me like this and <laughs> i am a face maker myself so i'm gonna <laughs> but yeah why don't you introduce yourself hi um so uh i'm christina and i do have a last name most people know me as christina brap or tomosco brap on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, so that's fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, feel like I've been doing this for a long time. It hasn't really been that long. Um, I'm, you didn't let me prepare at all. So that's why I'm fucking with you uh, via video. Why you knew about this for I, days. Maybe. I do. I, I guess. Sure. Maybe I did but know about it. Chris and we talked about this at the moped spring break for a half a second where I met you and your great I I always try to be nice and I always try to be respectful to people are you in calling boyfriend girlfriend are you yeah, partners yeah. what the fuck yeah, are you like sure. I, I don't know and I like I get confused at this time and I just want to uh, okay um sorry everybody I just freak out we're uh, the king and queen of, of moped prom they're fucking a it was the last uh, moped prom years before, you know, in the before times. In the before times. But now yeah. we're in the after times. And we're now in we're in the after times. <laughs> um, but here, Christina, on Second Chance Moped Podcast, we go through people's moped journeys. What happened? I.e. the very sure. first time they saw a moped to their smile ride. You know, middle part of their journey and what, like mopeds are, and what mopeds are like today. So, Christina, so. Let, me ask, let me ask you, what was your first memory of a moped not necessarily getting on but the first time you understood that is a moped okay so this is the the story um many uh many 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 moons ago i just started talking to this guy it was kind of like a weird i only remember how we met it was online or something and he lived in toledo ohio i did not live in toledo i was about 45 minutes north of there in michigan okay he, hey, christina um, I'm, I've been easing up on this, but to start the journey, can you give me a year? Oh, oh, <laughs> roughly. What was the hot Pro song you listened to? It might have been 15, maybe. Two, 
2015? Well, no, 2000, maybe 2013. Sorry, okay. I'm very bad with time. No worries. Um, yeah. So maybe like about 2013. Okay. Um. So anyway, I barely knew this guy, and he we're we're kind of kind of dating, kind of just I'm like he's using me for my car so he can like get to like gigs where he plays acoustic guitar in a shitty like bookshop. Nice. But But he's going places and he just needs that break. Yeah. Like any day now. And so he asked me to come help him clean out his mom's garage. (laughs) And it was like, you have a car and you can haul it. I have a car and like money and I was probably going to buy him lunch. So uh, I go down to Toledo and it was so weird because it really was this weird angelic moment of everything in this barn was covered in dirt. Like mm-hmm. everything was brown and there was this white thing in the corner. And I was like, what is that? And if you know, um, in the 90s, uh, to- they, there was a Tomos Targa step through that was all white. Hmm. Okay, so it was white, and then they made two different versions. One had like burgundy pinstripe, one had forest green pinstripe, right? And this thing had, it was pretty much complete. It had all the like plastic side covers and the fairing on it, and it just stuck out like a sore thumb because it was all white. Mm-hmm. So I go, I was like, what is that? You know, like, I don't know, it just was weird because I just felt like I, that was going to be my bike. I knew it already. Because if she's cleaning out this barn, literal barn find in Ohio, right? Sounds really typical for, yeah. Yeah. And so then I'm just like, find out about this thing. So the the guy is like, oh, that's my brother's. And he hasn't ridden it since like 1997. And it's been sitting in here ever since. And I'll find out. So then a couple days later, he messages me and says, I don't know. My brother wants like 200 bucks. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know like (laughs) even then i'm just like i don't really know if i want to spend 200 dollars and like this thing hasn't been touched since you know 97 or something yeah and so i was like "Eh." and then he goes oh how about 125 bucks (laughs) and i was just like and this is like before like venmo and shit right i was like all right here i come to toledo i'm gonna come back i had a uh i had a 04 ford focus hatchback but nice. I was praying that I could fit a moped inside, right? Yeah, yeah. Which I did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just went down there. I threw the guy 125 bucks, and we took the tire off. He shoved it in my car, and I went home. Nice. I kind of never really talked to this guy again. <laughs> um, I did find out much later, like years later, he tried to contact me, but I found out that um, basically... The brother didn't know. Oh. <laughs> and probably never saw the money. And one day the brother came to his mom's house and was like, where's my moped? <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, it's so usually how those family deals go. To that guy who I never met, I'm sorry. Uh, I kind of stole your bike. but You didn't um, steal the bike because you paid for it. It's not your fault that somebody nah, didn't get nope. the money. I No, I am totally fine with it, all of that. Um, um, I was going to ask you a stupid question. Oh, like, so you you want this bike. What was your, like, and you got the bike. I always find it fascinating people who get into mopeds. Like, what was your, did you have any mechanical knowledge at this point in your life? Did you, like, what was your family life growing up like that? Like that, 
Oh, I totally grew up in the garage. Uh, okay. My dad, my I come from a long line of like hot rod people, street, awesome. street rod people. Um, my grandpa was a drag racer in the '60s. Nice, a prominent drag racer in, in Michigan. Um, everybody in my family has some kind of hot rod, street rod, muscle car stuff like that. My dad always had a motorcycle. I always tell everybody though, my dad's not like a biker. He was he's definitely more into the car stuff. Yeah. But like when I was little, he would put me on the back of his bike and I was always very comfortable. Um prior to all of this, I actually did have like a crappy Chinese scooter. Mm-hmm. Um that even when I bought it, my dad was like, What what are you doing? Like that thing <laughs> goes like 30 miles an hour. Like it you know, we're like a family that goes fast. Yeah, yeah. And so I knew that mechanically i could handle this yep but even though i never really did it before you weren't intimidated I, by it is what no, you're saying no yeah. uh i knew some people and it was really funny because it was it just happened to be at tomos and i knew people that were like oh hey there's a guy who loves tomos and he's in town and you should go talk to this guy ryan and i knew him because he like worked at the bar mm-hmm and so it was funny because I went, I drove directly to that guy's house with the thing still in my car. And he was just like, yeah, let's take a look. And then he was just like, well, there's this thing called treats. <laughs> and, you know, he's like, you're going to have to order a, a bunch of shit. And that's funny. He's already telling you to go to treats and not 77. That was in the that was in oh, Michigan. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> already but it was funny because he was just like you're gonna want a kit a pipe you know he like went down the laundry list and Mm -hmm. i was just kind of at that point like well i bought this thing so i just bought everything that he told me to and then we went from there um i had a couple other people kind of help me with it and just get it running i mean the thing was bone dry you know it needed a good overhaul eventually Mm -hmm. you know but it was kind of fun because in michigan everybody kits their bikes and yeah puts all the stuff on and he just told me what to do and it was i mean there was definitely like fun things with that bike that i learned about mopeds Mm -hmm. um like make sure your tensioner is tight or you're gonna just have your chain fall off when you're riding and that was like day three or something you know and it was like oh mopeds you know yeah yeah going but um that was trying to because i'm trying to think of like i said i'm not great with time uh the no year that we did salute your ports i, I believe it was 13 or 14 or maybe it was 15. i've yeah. heard of that rally and I, I love these rally names from way back when but you know michigan has my favorite rally name still which is you probably won't get murdered in detroit yeah but... yeah the detroit ones and then yeah. the ipsy ones ours were always like i built it myself Mm-hmm. And then we kind of ran off of that. Um, yeah. My favorite year was like I built it myself, and then it was like running rich. And so we bought everything was like gold chains and gold dollar signs, and <laughs> all the genius. decorations was just like we we tried to be as luxurious as possible. We had like the craziest, awesome like meal. We we rented a um we we rented like a tent that you would have for like a wedding. Yeah. And um, I maybe I shouldn't name names, or maybe I should, but one of uh, a very prominent mopeder thought that it was a good idea to use one of the poles, like a stripper pole, and almost pulled the whole tent down. It's gonna happen. I mean, we were, that's we were running rich that year. Yeah, I mean, fuck it. It's like 
I know the type of people that most of us are, are, were. And like when we all get together and you add some booze and you add maybe some drugs, other things, like whatever, dude, like if shit doesn't start on fire, we're probably okay. Like the cops get called that's standard for fucking the occasion. But like, Oh yeah. I mean, I if mean, you've ever been to a rally in Philly, I you've mean, been to like a rally anywhere. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think, but anyways, um, so you got that bike, you get, you got, you ordered your parts. Um, how did you, and you said you got, how did you get, um, I'm trying to use big words and I'm all just scatterbrained right now, but how did you assimilate into the scene or how did you find the scene? Was it like Moped Army or? Uh, no. And, and, and you're in Michigan at this point in your life, I'm correct? In, I'm definitely in Michigan. We were in Ypsilanti. Okay. Um, so there was like a couple people that had them already. Um, there was already Ann Arbor, um, had like a club that was already defunct at that time. Yeah, um, yeah. and so there was, I knew, a, a rad chick named Alexis. She worked at like the scooter store. Um, was it named there, Scooterville by any chance? Cause I'm starting to find out like every state has a Scooterville. <laughs> no, I don't know where Scooterville is in Michigan. Uh, but anyway, I mean, there was just a bunch of people that were already riding, you know, I almost felt like I was a little late to the game even then. Oh yeah. Um, but it was kind of almost getting to be like a second generation. And so there was just a bunch of people and there was a a dude named Andrew, Andrew Struther, who's awesome. And he was just like, everybody come to my house on like a Thursday night and let's see what we can do. And -hmm. like 15 people showed up and we were just like, well, that's enough for a club and so we that was the beginning of the no-nos which still exists yeah, um, yeah. nstnfg um and that was just kind of you know all okay so now we've got a club now we've got a like a garage to put our shit in um i personally had kind of like a cool little storage spot in my apartment <laughs> but it, i mean ipsilanti is literally like seven blocks everybody's <laughs> so close um but yeah so then we started riding mostly to get ice cream which is a very midwest thing it do. is isn't it and like yeah. hold on i gotta do another midwest thing i'm uh gotta drink my glass of milk oh uh, like cheese oh uh, <laughs> no <laughs> i heard marla gave me shit at moped spring break like it was i don't know it was 11 o'clock i'm just drinking milk she's like you're drinking milk i'm like <laughs> i looked at it's it must be a Midwest thing because my ex-wife was from the East Coast. She was fascinated by how much milk I drank. I go, that's just what we do. We're from yeah. the Midwest. Like I used to put back a lot of milk. Yeah. Back in the day. I um, still do. Like I but... love It's so num num. But anyways. <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, it was like um, all of a sudden there was gonna be a rally in Kalamazoo. Um, they usually would do their like regular ass rally in like October. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, was this still the- during the barbecue season? Like when they were doing well, barbecues or had they transferred to rallies at this point? I mean, this is how I remember it being a rally. Okay. Um, and them calling it a rally. And it was like literally the first thing that I ever did, you know, like I was just like, okay, I'm going to, we're going to drive out to Kalamazoo, which is like an hour and a half drive. It's not even that, that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, we're going to go hang out. And I guess I, you know, it's funny. 
first time ever, no one explained to me anything, right? So it's me and a couple dudes, one of which is like my ex-boyfriend, one of them is the guy I'm kind of starting to date. Um, <laughs> we broke down on the way to Kalamazoo. We're straight on 94 with like a bunch of like schmutz, like uh, wrapped around the tire of the U-Haul trailer. And oh, then like, yeah. and then we also got a flat tire because of it. And like, <sighs> we were on the, we were sitting on 94 longer than we were like at the rally. Right. Yeah. Um, but, and then it's like sleeting cause it's Michigan in October. Yeah, it and, yeah, it was great. It was like by the time we got there, it was like 36 degrees or something, you know. <laughs> it was like yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, cool. So where what do where do we go? And they're like, Yeah, this is it. Okay, well, where do we sleep? No, this this is it. Like you didn't you're supposed to figure that out on your own. Yep. So I ended up like sleeping in the driver's seat of like a van, you know, like because that was the only seat left you know and it was like <laughs> i i should have really just like sold the bike that night and like found a real life but no it's some... it's called an addiction for a reason <laughs> there's no rhyme or reason we know we should all leave these stupid things behind but it's like somehow what did i say at the patapla podcast i'm not buying any more mopeds and oh, somehow sure. they keep finding to me it's well yeah no it's yeah i know i know and and, i mean yeah look at the look at it's been i don't know seven or eight years now it's been what a crazy road i i've been to 55 zero rallies in my life jesus uh moped spring break was number 50 wow that's that's, Um, that wasn't rally that was a beach cruise it was a beach sorry it was a beach cruise not a rally didn't I didn't do that. Yeah. Um, so 49 and something. Seven eights. <laughs> I mean, I did, uh, we did the Baker's dozen, you know, Brooklyn to Austin and then Austin to LA. I did the Baker's dozen from Detroit to Boston the next year. I, you know, we've done, I've hosted rallies. I've been in three clubs at this point. This is, you know, all of my best friends. I, you know, I could shout out all like all night long all my favorite people are moped people i met colin yeah my my person because of mopeds yeah yeah. we actually i i tell everybody i don't actually remember meeting him because we were just at so many rallies i would just see him all the time Mm -hmm. and there's so many people like that that i kind of don't remember meeting you sorry but you've been in my life and you're very important to me there's people that i barely even know they're last names right i know their instagram i know everything about the bike i know you know i've ridden next to you 49 and 7 8 times (laughs) you know yeah it's it's insane this weird community we have but we'll we'll backtrack a little bit we'll uh get going more on on your journey no it's we can go wherever but like i like i like the i always tell people this like the shitty vh1 behind the music kind (laughs) of thing i smoked too much weed i watched too much vh1 it was winter time in the midwest what can i say um so like you said you should have sold everything but you didn't um and you've been to a ton of rallies like what what was like your next bike you started investing Uh, in or like what was the first 
everybody early on in mopeds you, you said you should have quit there when was the first time you wanted to quit are you quit mopeds because they were dumb and everything like mopeds are dumb i can't figure it out i quit Last week. like when was I the just, first time I just though everything no i'm serious um so i i had that step through um i kind of said i would always keep it which i didn't um the next bike i got was actually a birthday present from a boy Ooh. he got me a moby it was that this you know the seven was it a present or a punishment because movies... uh, it was a cat tree that sat in my living room for six months awesome um i wrote it to the uh, midwest i wrote it to the party store <laughs> i wrote it up to get like a bottle of of cider or something and the thing went like 12 mile an hour and i was just like whoa this is not for me it was so beautiful and so i i brought it into my house i brought it in the living room and my cat used to sit on it and eventually that bike went you know uh, into the ether just because i was not about to do any work on it it was french and it was weird to me yeah um which i mean there's people out there that are insane moby people shout out to rollin who lives in ohio and has the coolest mobies i've ever seen in my life not me not not me um but what i did do was i found another tomos um i found another one on craigslist that was 175 bucks nice um people it was definitely a, a laughable ad (laughs) uh i know that a lot of us like shared it around like facebook and stuff before i finally was like all right i'm gonna be the one that goes and buys this thing what was it it would describe the ad for Uh, me because now i'm curious oh my god the guy the guy selling it was probably on meth okay um he described (laughs) it as a wheelie machine nice Um, you know the whatever pipe had been on it he cut it about four inches past the header and that was it there was just no exhaust pipe left yeah. on the bike at all um it was well it was the dead of winter it was like loud pain. pipe save lives remember that oh sure yeah but i went to this guy's house with a van and i was like does it start it started and i was like here's the cash it was yeah. literally like 175 bucks or something yeah and it was he had rail canned it blue and blue and yellow like two of them. beautiful Beautiful. Um, he did not take any part of that bike off before the rattle can experience. Why would you? Why would I mean, you? Yeah. Um, and he went to town. My other favorite thing was the seat, which okay. he lovingly wrapped in a U of M football jersey, but forgot to put like foam or anything soft. School spirit. In, hello. Into the the seat. Uh, so it was like that. It's almost like a plastic bin. And then just wrapped with football jersey. That's you know what I I'm telling people you haven't lived until you've wanted a moped from a Midwest meth head because yeah. like I've I've pulled a few off and it's just like usually they're between fifty and hundred dollar bikes every time. Oh yeah, and they're generally not together. They're like well, that meth the project that like they took apart and couldn't remember how to put it back together, so they're selling it. The thing started. And at that point, I was like, I'm paying for this A35 that 
starts and yeah. like everything else is cosmetic on this bike. Yeah. And I, you know, it was winter too. So it was kind of nice to just pull it in the living room. It, at the time I lived in a two bedroom apartment. They had nine mopeds inside of it. <laughs> That's uh, fucking like beautiful. At that point. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, the second bedroom was like the garage, which was <laughs> so illegal. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. Um, the first time I, my grandmother came to visit, she said oh, it geez. smelled like gasoline and she didn't want to stay in there because she thought she was going to die. Yeah. So yeah, that's the it, Which she probably could have and it probably did. <laughs> but... She's smart. My grandma's. <laughs> she lived. Real smart. Oh, she probably lived that long by being smart about shit. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. She, Survival she was, instinct uh, kicks in. What can you say? Get out. Living in a garage. So. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no. Um, so yeah, that's that bike is that is still the bike that I ride. I just got off of it when I came home from work. That's still my my baby. But I, you know, I just tore it apart, rail canned everything matte black, and uh, yeah, it was it was missing a couple things, and like a front fender, which is funny because uh, shout out to Divy Day from um, Detroit uh had a red fender that i went and picked up downtown detroit and i was like okay i guess i have a red fender but other than it still has that red fender on the nice. front of the bike uh you know this and this has been about six years so. <laughs> um but yeah you know so then after i did that one and i totally took everything apart i rebuilt the motor got everything new new you know new reeds mm -hmm. uh new brake cables new exhaust pipe Thanks, Dad. That, hey, that's key, I guess. You didn't want <laughs> you wanted a, t a tick of performance, you know, whatever. No. <laughs> you know, I, it, aside from the fact that I was promised this thing was a wheelie machine. Uh, but it, yeah. It um, should have been. <laughs> so then I, I just kind of got really into Tomos. I got really into the A35s and I hate to say it, it's an easy motor to work on. Um, but I just got into that groove and then, you know, eventually I even did another one. Um, I went to a rally in Kentucky and a buddy was just like, you want this frame? Mm -hmm. And I kind of took it as a challenge as it was a junkyard challenge. So mm -hmm. I said, I'm going to source everything for this bike and get it running mm -hmm. like as junkyard as i possibly can this is going to be a garbage bike and nice. so of course first thing i did was go to Toledo, land of <laughs> land of tomos and yeah. i was like what do you what do you guys got for me and i just started sourcing parts from my friends what do you got in the garbage what do you, i call it the fuck it bucket you know <laughs> what's how, you know everybody has that that tupperware of carburetors that are 14s and 15s that nobody wants, you know, shots yeah, that yeah, nobody yeah. wants. I was uh, just, I just was at my, um, the guy who destroyed my life and let me get on his black 83 Hobbit Shane Johnson's yeah, right. um, warehouse. Like, we're going, he's got a, he's, he's, he had a storage area for all his parts, but he's got to move it because it's in his warehouse where he has this business. And he's making it like employee area. He's like, yeah, this all got to go home now. So like oh, no. I'm going through it. I'm picking stuff out that I want now, like clutches and fucking handlebars and all that good stuff. But like, that's awesome. The, if you don't have 
I'm lucky enough to have the friends and you did, you did too, Christine. Right. Like the, you can go and do that shit. And like, if people need stock yeah. Hobbit parts, come to my house. I have tons <laughs> of, I have tons of forks. I have tons of clutch bells. Like this guy, Kim, you need a headset off a of freaking forks. Like last winter. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, Kim, I have three yeah. fucking sets of Hobbit forks. I'm, I'm sure. never going to use. <laughs> Take it. Yeah. Um, it took me, it took me five weeks and it was like, I don't know. I guess it was just a cool challenge, at least even just for myself, mm-hmm. but like, you know, I, I did it. It, it. Well, the funny thing too, was that I, there was a Craigslist ad, uh, somebody was selling a, like a mini Tom, uh, like the Tomos version of like the, um, shit what's it called but it's like the little one it's almost like a little dirt bike but not really is it but it's the an K- tx is it it's the like T- the tx50 or something like that okay but they called them like a the mini tom right at least that's okay. what i always heard so the guy wanted a hundred bucks for this thing and then as soon as i picked it up somebody offered me a hundred bucks for the roller without the motor so mm-hmm. i was like yeah okay bye so then i didn't even have this like you know frame sitting around anymore either i just took the motor off of it and it was so what i'm thinking is this guy bought this bike for his kid the kid didn't like it or rode it twice and they put it away and that basically it meant that i got a perfect motor out of it um and it was great and i mean i always made the joke about that bike because Tomos don't like going uphill and that thing loved going uphill. It would accelerate going uphill. It was like, it had the soul of the, of a dirt bike. It had the soul and of I, a hobbit. You mean it had, uh, the soul. <laughs> it had the soul of a variated bike. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I ended up just putting it on like a regular, like top tank Targa frame with the top mm-hmm. tank and everything like that. And nothing on that bike matched. It was total Frankenstein. I, I mean, literally not one piece was the same color. Um, so, I love dirty bikes. Like, oh, I, love I just have an affinity for them. Like, I just like everybody. I know you do, too. Like, we all know people who can build really awesome, clean bikes. But maybe I don't know. I just fucking love ratty looking bikes that just go fast. Yeah. Um, I guess too, if you travel with them, you just, Mm -hmm. the first time your buddy that's not sober throws your bike into a trailer Mm -hmm. on top of someone else's bike, you kind of either, there's two people in the world. There's the people that flip out and lose their mind or there's people that go, yeah, whatever, it's a moped, you know? And like at that point, the the first one that I built, you know, I, I did try to put a little extra like oomph into it. I hand painted some cool stuff on the tank and it got destroyed. And eventually yeah. I stripped it down and I powder coated it. And then I said, you know, it's, it's just mopeds. Yeah. And you kind of, you know, it's like when you, now I live in Brooklyn, I'm throwing this giant chain around the tank, you know, I'm just <gasps> throwing like, you know, it's like you you gotta take your pick your battles, right? Yeah, exactly. You gotta um, drink your coffee. <laughs> uh, I yeah, 
no, that's that's a hundred percent right. <laughs> Who was well, I talking? I, I was well, talking to somebody about that the other day, even like no, it was last week. Jack on with Jackalope bus, like he had he ordered a brand new Tomos and he got it and it had like a quarter size ding in the tank already. And I'm like, dude, they did you the greatest favor in the world because yeah. it came pre-scratched. Cause like yes. anytime I painted wheels, like for my hobbits or anything like that, <laughs> like as soon as you like, somebody scuffs it, they're like, motherfucker. Okay. It's over. We're good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess too, like the fun thing about, you know, the, the last bike I was talking about is that it was almost kind of like, this is so cheesy, but it was like every part came from some, a different person. Yeah. And so then when you look at it, you're like, dang, like that's it. That's a swing arm that came from Ash in, in Kentucky. And then that's mm -hmm. a rim that came from, you know, this person, you know, and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, it was kind of cool. It was, yeah. uh, I hate to say that that bike met a very tragic demise. <laughs> Oh, um, we're gonna yep. have to fast forward. I just want to—you're gonna have yeah. to talk about the demise now. Like, I, I gotta hear it. That was the bike I brought when I moved to Brooklyn, and I got run over by a car. <gasps> that, that bike got flattened. Uh, and you're not flattened, but what happened to you? Like, uh, why, why don't you? I'm always fascinated about accidents. I don't. Oh man. I I wasn't a bad one, um, really bad one, and we can chit chat about it later. I I feel weird. I don't want to be always fucking talking about my accent because like this yeah. is a weekly show, blah, blah, blah. Um, but let's hear about yours. Eh, you know, um, if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. I totally... no, 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 it's cool. Um, it's, it's just funny. It was, it was just a real dumb thing. A guy making a left turn from the right lane and mm -hmm. I was going straight. Yep. Um, he, he had a car with a really great suspension. I used to make the joke. You ever see the commercial for the Jeep Grand Cherokee? <laughs> yep. I was the mountain. Oh. I mean, he basically just tried to jump me. I don't know. <laughs> oh. I saw the undercarriage of his car. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. I'm glad and, you're with us to talk about it. Yeah. Um, this is where I make my plug of, oh my gosh, always wear a full face helmet. I've got um, a little um, back to Michigan and a wraparound. <laughs> um, my accident i will fully confess to everybody i have before i was not wearing a full face helmet and i don't know there had to be moped jesus or somebody watching out for me because i didn't get a scratch on my face but if you look at that helmet there's gouges everywhere that if i wasn't wearing a helmet i would have died um i truly believe that and i always wear a full face now but you're a club out of um, michigan detroit to be to be a fact kickstand boys uh one of them got a hold of me and said you inspired me to get a full face helmet so good do it um, you're not gonna be cool riding a moped you're a dort wear a helmet <laughs> i now um after that it was a little bit of a joke a little bit not but i ended up buying the most high vis highlighter yellow um it's the most annoying color in the world awesome but they were like, no, maybe we, you might need this so <laughs> that they see you, um, which is a bell. Great full face helmet. I will say though, the one I was wearing that part that goes around the bottom of your jaw mm -hmm. is, was just so, I mean, it was into the pavement. It was like that helmet 
saved me from at least a broken jaw. Yeah. I mean, definitely. But it was all, I mean, it was scratched all the way up the visor, all the way up the top of the helmet. I went head first into the yeah. pavement. Unbelievable. That's um, so awesome. And it's that, well, not awesome that well, happened, but awesome you're awesome wearing a helmet work. and talking to us right now. They, they work, you guys. Yeah. They work. Um, I will say, too, um, a couple years before that in Philly, I crashed um and it's not that great of a story but i kind of did the same thing i i did go like face first into the pavement and i was wearing a full face helmet and guess what i'm talking to you and nothing's happened to my face um those are like the two big big crashes of my life and what what bones did you break um the first one none um it wasn't it was pretty low speed so it was just Mm -hmm. like a bunch of scuffs um i mean i was bleeding like every limb but yeah nothing was that bad uh the car ran me over kind of screwed up my foot kind of screwed up my legs uh ended up with a lot more other weird stuff like internal organ problems um and nerve damage in my legs more than anything but it did break some bones in my foot yeah i tore my aorta Ooh. yeah that's scary yeah (laughs) jeez but yeah i mean there's definitely i've i've seen people in moped crashes or after them that definitely had much much worse Mm -hmm. than mine um i mean ashley in richmond like i saw her and i feel so bad and thank goodness for the delete button because like i was in crazy traumatic brain injury after my accident mode and that's when i first out of i discovered jason from moped monday and then i discovered mm-hmm. ashley and i made a comment that was the biggest fucking asshole comment oh, ever no. to make because like it was just something like been there done that or some shit like that and like about a week later i'm like you fucking said oh my god and i deleted i don't know if anybody saw that shit or what but because i know ashley isn't heavily on social media all the time she is now because yeah. Four paws, a cat chat is coming to Moped Monday. I'm telling you. Oh boy. Um, but no, like, yeah, that was yeah. Oh, with my accident, I got yet another traumatic brain injury, which is rad, you know. Yeah. Um, let's not talk about how many times my head has hit the ground in one way or another. But um. No, oh, no. <laughs> he said I'm gonna end up looking like Shawn Michaels. There's your wrestling uh reference. Yeah. Oh yeah. Today. Yeah. I've got the goofy eye. <laughs> but um uh, let's talk about fun stuff <laughs> yeah so let's get back to your journey Crashing isn't cool We're no okay. it's not right. but you know it's a way for us to kind of get over our shit sometimes Definitely. and we're gonna get to happy times now so <laughs> you got you had that uh that collage bike we'll call it i don't know i don't know Brandon. if you named the bike I-, I called it oscar the garbage bike that's so that's so beautiful because yeah. i loved oscar um yeah. You talked about you've been to 49 and 78 rallies. Um, what was your first out of state rally from Michigan? Oh, um, and Ohio doesn't count. I'll say that shit. Like it's just honestly, like crossing the street. It wasn't even. It was um it was Chicago. Okay. Which That's... would have been I believe it, I think it was a hot and ready's rally. It was it <laughs> We 
we're very, very new to this, right? Mm-hmm. This rally thing. We knew that they were happening and like I don't even know. It was like a like a pigeon dropped a note off on my front porch or something and said, There's something going on in Chicago right now. And we it was it was even like Thursday night. And it was just like, dang, if we leave at like I don't know, if we leave at like seven in the morning, we can get there by like noon. Yeah. And then we'll go to Chicago. It might have even been Friday night we found out. I think because we left really early. Like, yeah. So we went there and didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like real weird because at that point, I really did like, it was like there was like kind of people that you like heard a name maybe, mm-hmm. but it was like, I really didn't do Moped Army. I didn't. I kind of just am not like a person that gets on like forums. Like I don't do Reddit. I don't do like the biggest thing that I do on on the internet is like Instagram and then the ladies of Moped Army Facebook group, which is uh, something that we've been doing for years and years. But, um, you know, so it was just kind of like we got there and then they're like, oh yeah, you can like put a tent or whatever in this building (laughs) And then I remember like we put our tent up and blew up an air mattress and I passed out because I was just like, we had been, like, we got up at like six in the morning or something to drive to Chicago. Yep. And so I was like, it's cool. I'm going to take a nap. And then when I woke up, it was like an insane party <laughs> with a boxing ring set up directly next to my tent. with like rave lights going off and like people are like beating the shit out of each other and everybody's like out of their minds and i was just like oh my god what is like i thought there was (laughs) i thought this was a moped rally like what yeah but it was hilarious because they set up literally like two feet from where i was like sleeping i didn't i didn't even hear any of this happen i just woke up in the middle of a party Talk about fucking waking up in the twilight zone. That's awesome. Yeah, right. And then also it was like I'm just literally walking around going, Hi, hi, I'm I'm new here. Yeah. (laughs) And that's a hell of a that's a hell of a rally, like to go to for your first out of state. And it can be really intimidating and just going. I remember like my we all do. Like and there's gonna be a few people, there's gonna be a lot of new people going to rallies this coming year. Oh yeah. I mean, you saw you saw it in South Carolina, and like I know with this Kansas City moped party that's happening, like yeah. I know four to five people who've never been to a moped event. And Grant, that one is going to be very different because there might be a rally shirt now because I did suggest an idea that the oh, host man. loved, but um, there's not a rally pack. There's none of that. It's just long rides. So if you want some long well, rides and you love mopeds, come to Kansas City and Memorial Weekend. I'd say. far from from new york if i was in michigan i probably would be like okay i'm done let's go i'm just busting chops don't worry about it um so you the you hit that hot and ready's um rally (laughs) and p.s i love their name because like i i'm a huge hot and ready fan anyways i had been for years before mopeds so like fucking big props to uh, lease and mike and all those guys um holding it down in chicago uh so how i thought you meant the pizza well yeah yeah that's what i mean in general and there's i go on and on about uh little caesars uh how great they are all right i cut you off how was 
how was the ride though? Like other than oh the God. insane. <laughs> uh the first the only thing I remember about that ride was we started in the middle of Chicago. Mm-hmm. We went up, we went across, and we went down. <laughs> and um and then we were gonna go back across, we we're gonna and then long story short, you come up like Michigan Avenue, if you know Chicago, and you're coming in downtown and it's super cool and that was an awesome ride. The thing that I remember about that mostly is I'm there with the guy who I would eventually become my ex-husband. He was on a bike that had just been built and the the seat had no seat to it. I Why mean, are it, people it, bringing bikes they just built to a fucking out of town rally? Really? It happens all the time. The idea of like, you know, those guys that are making seats out of skateboards, which I <sighs> think is also like the dumbest thing ever. Sorry, but <laughs> I need foam. I need I need a seat. I'm a Tomos rider. Yeah. Um, so I just remember looking over and he's crying, like actual <laughs> tears like running down his face. And he just goes, My butt. And I and the light turned green. I was like, bye. <laughs> so- <laughs> <laughs> but like he rode I, I don't even know 20 miles around downtown Chicago on like nothing. Like nothing between Dude, that's your fault like and that's the thing like clip on bars why like yeah yeah why these things are fucking rattle machines anyways why are you making it uncomfortable you don't look cool on a moped right yeah no i love i love comfort um i mean i have a kickstart bike i don't even i don't even bump start my bike i'm that lazy (laughs) um but (laughs) but yeah no so that that was like kind of the only thing i really do remember that was a long long time ago yeah yeah. um but it was cool and i do remember like riding oh i guess there was another thing was that weeks later so a friend of a friend of a friend was in chicago and sent the friend this video that they took and they were like oh my god i saw all these crazy little bikes on like michigan avenue downtown chicago and that was the first time i saw like myself like riding a moped like somewhere out in the world like i got caught in the wild yeah but it was so weird to be like they're like you you know you go to long rides if you go through a town there's always somebody with standing there with their phone and then I always go, what are you going to do with that video? Like, who cares? Yeah. Why are you taping that? Or taping. I'm dating myself. But, like, yeah. why Why are you videoing this, like, weird parade? Yeah. Like, who, who are you going to Because it's that? a spectacle. And that's what's right. fucking rad about mopeds. Like, you see this just band of gypsies going down the street. And P.S., I need you to, or somebody to help me find the wedding photographer who took a picture of me with the bride and groom. At Moped Spring Break. Uh, oh, at Moped Spring Break. I thought you meant Chicago. No, no, no. no. Oh. Like that's still a mission of mine. Because did you did you make the ferry ride? I did the ferry ride. Yeah. Well, like there's a wedding photographer. Once we got off and we we're going to that open park area, huh. um, there was a wedding photographer with like a husband and bride, and mm-hmm. I pulled up to him and got a picture with him. But oh. I still want to find that photographer one of these days. Yeah, uh, that definitely happened in Chicago. It was not that year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the endless bummer year. There was a couple that had just gotten married, and they just showed up on the block of the rally, and they thought it was so cool that people just started taking pictures of them 
Awesome. And that was kind of like hilarious. It was like a whole like like a full on shoot. Yeah. Um, and like just random, just these weird, weird people that were like, oh, look at these dirt bags. We should we should <laughs> make sure we remember this moment forever. Well, why wouldn't you? I mean, fucking moped people are rad as fuck. Yeah. What can I say? Um, you talked about it a little bit. Uh, your experiences with uh, Pinball Baker's Dozen. What was your first, what was it first for you? Did you experience uh, the Baker's Dozen or was it, yeah. or were you a pinball person? No, I was not a pinball person. I knew some people that did it. Mm-hmm. So I knew what it was. Um, I had heard, well, I had heard about the Tom Sawyer one. Yep. And I was really jealous because I found out about it like after it happened. And I was like, oh. dang, that, I bet that was the coolest thing ever, right? Like ride down to New Orleans. I, and then, it, oh. No, no, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. And then I heard about the California one. Yeah. And same thing. I was like, oh, my God. Like, how cool is that? That is fucking. And yeah. then it just never crossed my mind that I would ever do anything like that. You mm-hmm. know, I just, it just wasn't, I just didn't think of it. Uh, the biggest thing there was, uh, uh, I don't know what year, but we did a thing in, o- in Ohio where we started out in like Toledo and there was people that started out in Dayton and we kind of did this little like hundred miles, meet in the middle, camp yeah, yeah. for the night and then go back home. And it just happened to be on my birthday. So I really wanted to do it. Awesome. And even if that one Andy, uh, if you're listening, you're going to laugh, but that was, um, so we're riding through like nothing but cornfields because it's freaking Ohio. It's the Midwest. All, yeah. All of a Par sudden, for the course. a wasp or hornet gets into my scarf and just starts pinballing me and stinging, oh. he stung me nine times in the neck as Mother I'm riding. Fuck a and hornet. I, it, it's probably a hornet. So yeah. he's just very angry and just continually like just trying to murder me while yeah. I'm riding a moped. And so I'm like, Andy's like leading the ride and he's on like a fast, like ripper bike. And I'm yeah. trying to catch up with him and be like, please stop. And he's like, what? And I'm just like, think I'm dying. <laughs> you know, yeah. so I'm like screaming at him. And we, and we did it because he did not figure out what I was trying to say. And no. so it was like hilarious. We get, we finally find this like, a bar like a bar in the middle of a cornfield no gas no store it's ju- literally just do you want some beer yeah it sounds about right right yep. and it was like i went in the bathroom and like the, the right side of my neck was just like double yeah <laughs> happy birthday to me yeah and i'm not like allergic to him it just sucked yeah, it's you know, even like, well, <laughs> even if you're not allergic to them, you are to a point. I mean, everybody is. That's why we yeah, have the reaction we suck. do when they bite us. So, but uh, but yeah, so like then we had a camp. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also learned something about Ohio about how you, can, you shouldn't buy liquor at the gas station because it doesn't have the same alcohol percentage as normal liquor. Is and it liquor so or bought, is it beer? No, like the liquor, like oh, the wow. hard liquor. Yeah, so Minnesota had, had bought... the three-two beer forever. I don't know if they got rid of it or not, but yeah, 
well, Ohio does something like that. But yeah. yeah, they had bought like a bottle of like Fireball, but it was like one percent alcohol. It was basically oh. mouthwash. Yeah, yeah. So it was oh, like God. again, happy birthday to me. I'm Yay. just gonna have a cinnamon taste in my mouth. Yay! Fresh uh, breath for all. <laughs> Great. Um, but that trip was awesome. I I tell all the you know the the bad stuff is the funny stuff, but it ended up being really cool and the zeros are awesome and um all my all my midwest people are awesome like i said i I could shout up and that could be the whole interview at this point but um but anyway you're talking about bakers um no don't worry about it it was the biggest thing i had ever done was like ride 100 miles in ohio Mm -hmm. you know and like so when i found out about about this baker's thing and it was like well we're gonna ride across the country we're gonna do it the long way uh nobody's done that yet and i was just like if i don't if i don't do it now i'm never gonna do it mm-hmm. you know and i was at a kind of a weird point in my life um with everything uh i knew i could take the time off work i worked at like a little coffee shop mm-hmm. and my boss was cool and he knew about the mopeds and stuff and it was just the perfect storm so i was just like all right let's do this and if i can say anything i am not somebody that thinks things through okay and so if i had maybe i would have realized <laughs> like what i was doing uh like i barely showed up with a coat i brought like a hoodie <laughs> uh, like the first time like we were that's in, like, a like, dirty punk rock kid in you though oh like, my god like we're just always like there's still that kid in me like so i've got the i'm preparing this year i've got this weird ocd racer in me where like i'm gonna have triple of everything i'm gonna have three cylinders two sets of tires mounted ready to go mm-hmm. yeah. but then like i start thinking what am i gonna pack for clothes i don't know maybe oh. some dickies pants maybe a change of underwear Baby socks. Who knows? Yeah, someone at one point told me about this idea that marathon runners, right, wear clothes that reflect the sun. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I spent an ungodly amount of money on what I called my sun shirt. But whenever <laughs> I was riding, I would put this god awful ugly shirt on, but it was better than putting on sunscreen and you could be on the bike all day long. Mm-hmm. I totally recommend this to literally anyone, even just if you're going to ride all day. It's actually kind of cool and worth it. I'm glad I bought the sun shirt because um, I burn like crazy, which yeah, um, um, I, I got the trophy PS for yeah. the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's for me, if I'm in the summertime, like if I have a long ride I'm doing, yeah. I'll throw on a white long sleeve shirt. Like, yeah. Long sleeve t shirt. cheaper. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Going to the running store. I, yeah. I was just like, hello? Sports? <laughs> Is this the sports store? <laughs> We're gonna sports tomorrow, so let me get. You got some sports. The, the guy looks at me like, "So, uh, how how long are you going for?" And I was like, "Well, I'm going from Brooklyn to Austin." <laughs> and I bet you his jaw half last. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're doing what? And with what? how? Um. But yeah, no. I mean, like, I learned all about 
uh, weather mm-hmm. on that trip. Um, <laughs> when we got into Atlanta, it was literally like a hurricane. Like just like rain that you cannot see through with your eyes. And I was just like, cool. Really awesomely though, um, the chick that was in Atlanta at the time was Robin Deary, who's an amazing person. And she had a washer and dryer in her house. And so it was like, all right, I'm soaking wet, but I'll just wash my clothes. Like we stayed there overnight and it was awesome. So thank you, Robin. You saved my life once. Um, but yeah, uh, not, I was not prepared and I was even less prepared the second year, <laughs> which doesn't make sense, but, um, I was, it makes total that- moped sense. Cause your, your ego got going like, I did just fine with what I had. I need less. Yeah, like, I can, I, need I can less. just, I can take don't... less stuff. I don't even need all that underwear. Christina, I can justify all this bullshit in my head as well. So don't worry yeah. about it. Like, um, I brought a hammock to camp in the desert. Yeah, genius. Um, where it gets to be literally 30 degrees. Yeah. Um, oh my God, what an idiot. Uh, Obviously you don't remember space balls, okay? Cause they camped <laughs> in the desert. It was cold. I like, I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, they're, 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 I, I vividly, vividly remember a night where Poor uh, Dwayne, Dwayne from the Spicy Boys, um, like kind of stayed up with me as long as possible because we couldn't leave the fire. Because if you walked away more than like three feet, you just froze to death. Oh, it was no. like the coldest night. Um, or like the, the one night we were Roswell, I put the hammock up and I was so pumped and I was like, yeah, Roswell, like fucking aliens and shit. And then there was like literal tornadoes in the distance that you could see <laughs> as the lightning was striking. And it was the most horrific, terrifying thunderstorm I've ever lived through. And I beautiful thing that you probably have ever seen though. It because... was actually beautiful. Yeah. But it was like, also beautiful, like, you know, on Independence Day when the, the sky opens up and then mm-hmm. there is actually aliens. Like, I mean, that was, I was convinced that that was what was happening at that point. Dude, that's so and rad. I ripped my hammock down so it wouldn't get wet. And then I got in the van. The van was shaking. <laughs> the, the, the storm was so bad. And I was just sitting there going, well, you know, at least, at least I have this kind of thing but you know like when the tornado comes like you know like okay bye everybody i love you yeah. like <laughs> this is how it went out you know but <laughs> no i was not prepared even more so the second year that's hilarious oh my gosh uh, it makes it you and like the fucked up person in me like this is not a deterrent at all to me like that makes <laughs> me want to run into the adventure that much more yeah, like, but I mean, well, this year it'll be Tennessee. This this year is very. It's like tipping your toe in the water. I'm, I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm excited to do it. I'm not. But like, I, it's never easy. Nope. I'm never ever ever gonna say it's easy. Even the third year when, the third year was funny because it was basically it started in Detroit. I'm from outside of Detroit. I got mm-hmm. to go home. I got to see my family. I got to the first leg of the trip, excuse me, the first leg of the trip from Detroit to Toledo. I have done that, you know? Yeah, like, it was probably like a friend reunion for you. I honestly did a route that was so dumb that I drove by my parents <laughs> and I 
they were gonna stop and wave but i ended up just stopping and we went into like a cvs and my mom bought me a bunch of candy and shit and i threw it in my backpack <laughs> and i kept going like it was like so stupid because i was yeah. like was, you know bye mom. not a t- not a time to vent or anything whatever <laughs> And I still wasn't the last person. Like, I dawdled like crazy from Detroit to Toledo. <laughs> and I still wasn't the last person in because I was just like, whatever. You have 24 <laughs> hours to get what is a 45 minute car ride, you know? So, of yeah. course, I'm going to like have my mom buy me sunscreen and <laughs> a, like a Slurpee and stuff, right? Um, but yeah, so, uh, but that year, I know me, like me personally, anybody that was on that trip will know. Um, and then I, I'm not going to get into it, but I was definitely emotionally not there. Okay. And it, it was taking way more out of me than I expected. And so it's kind of funny because when people come to me and they ask me about doing these trips and doing this stuff, you know, it's like, yeah, physically, you have to remember that you're riding a moped a really long time mm-hmm. all day. And then even if you sleep or don't sleep, you're getting up in the morning and you're doing it again. Yep. And then you're going to get up in the morning and do it again until you're done. And if you're not there on every level, it can kind of fuck with you. Yep. And I definitely saw that in myself. And, you know, like it was definitely something where I was just like, dang, like, you know, you you learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot about like perseverance and things like that. And you learn a lot about like, damn, I just really want to go home, (laughs) you know? Uh, But yeah, I mean, I had, I had my moments and I'm not going to say like full on like nervous breakdown, but I cried in the corner for a minute and then I got my shit together and jumped back on a bike and figured it out and i i have to when you say this i have to already preemptive apology throw an apology (laughs) to maddie bo because he's gonna be doing chase with me so i'm like there's gonna be times where you're gonna see me fucking angry and i know this and like yeah already i am sorry i mean i've seen some of my closest friends throw wrenches i've seen some of my closest friends cry because they're hungry (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know i mean like you get it you it's a weird trip oh, yeah. but but i never say i would never ever talk somebody out of it no. but it's like you know only just because maybe you need to do this because i needed to do it and then i kept doing it you know <laughs> and it's funny too because i definitely would have done it last year i was ready um this year it looks like i'm gonna have other life things like i, I started school again i'm going to grad school yay what are you gonna be when you grow up i don't know (laughs) um that's a whole nother interview um (laughs) what are you going to grad and that's just a generic question like what's your uh grad what's your master's in my master's will be in psychology with a um focus in gender and sexuality okay that's we'll we'll just leave it at that yeah um i got to help Um, pay for a graduate degree oh so that was rad i bet she's enjoying that um Uh, yes and no she (laughs) my ex-wife like genius girl yeah i won't get into it but yeah no she's not enjoying it because she didn't get to apply it to anything because she doesn't have connections we'll say that yeah shit happens whatever 
she should uh, tour the country on a small motorcycle. <laughs> Dude, she's way too um, controlling and OCD to ever do that, especially after my accident. I could never get her on a moped again. Um, well, it's yeah. funny. Even my mom, you know, it's like I uh, this is kind of random, but I was actually going to New Orleans just a couple weeks ago. It was yeah. after after spring break. I uh, came home to Brooklyn and then I got a plane went to New Orleans to go help out another fellow moped ding pinballer Angel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I house sat for her, um, but I got stuck in Tampa. Oh and no! Missed my flight. And then it was funny because I called somebody and was like, let's hang out. And my mom was like, are you kidding? Like, do you know someone in every city in the whole? And I was like, maybe. (laughs) I mean, like, maybe not every major city, but I think I could probably find uh, some type of hookup or somebody, you know, like around if I really needed to. And it's just getting worse. You know, it's like. I mean, social media has made everything so connected and like yeah. it's gnarly because but, we may have had those connections before and not realize it, but it's so much easier to get them now with it. Yeah, it's just yeah. When I was doing, you know, 12, 15 rallies a year, you know, it was like it's so funny because my mom was just like, Can you sit your ass down for a minute? And I'm like, mm-hmm. No, no, I can't. Like, I got to go ride my bike in Kentucky. I'll be right back. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I love that. I, lo- I love the traveling. I love, I love that social. I love that, you know, I met so many awesome, awesome people that I can do some things like go to, what, Wilmington, North Carolina. And then it's like family reunion. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing when, when we like, unpacked i was like oh my gosh like there's so many people are going to be here and and they're all awesome you know like they're all the coolest people that i know and it's weird for me christina because like my voice is known but people like you walked up to me like i didn't recognize you and like and i'm like oh my god like people recognize me just through my voice and it's like really so it's really weird for me and like i want to be i'm it's getting more and more because i'm still new to mopeds i'm like three plus years or whatever into it yeah. but like i going you know back to kansas city or going back to richmond or whatever those are like mini reunions but like i can't wait to have your experiences where like i yeah. go to ohio or i go to you know out west or i go down like that's that's part of the journey that i fucking dig yeah yeah it's i mean it's funny too i like i remember just randomly changing my instagram to be moped related Mm because before that it wasn't and then like somebody talked me into like i was like oh dang like this this handle is available right and so i changed it and i was like well i guess i'll do more posting pictures of mopeds and stuff yeah Uh okay and uh (laughs) and then i realized like oh god this is my this is my life now but like i remember going down we used to go to new orleans like every year Mm -hmm. and having people come up to me and be like tomos go brap and i'd be like what like who are you you know like it's like kind of creepy at first but like like it was just so cool because then i'd be like oh my god like 
you're Ray, like you're Ray from Texas. Like, yeah, like we're, we met. So now we're really friends and like, yeah. and then seeing him the next year and seeing him, you know, it's like, like, you're not, it's not even like those weird fake internet friendships. It's like mm-hmm. instant best friends. Everybody's just instant best because I don't know. I, I feel like that's a, it, no, you're a hundred percent right. Like I feel weird. <sighs> Even like I'll go like here in the next week or two, I'll go through a run of asking people to be on the podcast. And like, it's weird from, I still feel like a nobody in the moped scene. And I am, I'm just a dork in a basement that fucking (laughs) was bored after his ex-wife moved out of the house. And like, I couldn't get, uh, you know, I wanted to ride mopeds and I want to find more people who are insanely in love with riding mopeds across the country. Like I, (laughs) well, like, I don't, it, I ride the, with every day that ends in Y. Like I, and I'll, yeah. I throw out to people all the time. Do you want to go riding? And like, I fuck I just put on like 80 miles, like 60, 80 miles this weekend on a bike because I fucking well, can get out and ride. I love mopeds, whether it's with people or alone. Like the one thing that's kind of funny about this is that I grew up in Michigan where it was that it was, mm-hmm. let's go for a ride. And generally, it was uh, let's go for ice cream, but we'll go into the next town over, you know, yep. or we'll go, you know, I was in Nipsey, or you, we'd go to Ann Arbor and, you know, toot around because it's a different city, you know, or mm-hmm. something. But like in Brooklyn, I come out here and it became, you know, that everybody's just riding, they're riding to go to work. Mm-hmm. Moped's the, the best way to get around in Brooklyn. Um, okay. I even own a motorcycle that takes a backseat to my moped every day because it's a kind of a pain in the ass to ride a motorcycle you're never getting out of second gear in brooklyn yeah um and and the moped's just great it's little and it's quick and i can get anywhere great but then it, it kind of did turn into where you'd start to talk to people and be like hey you want to go for a ride and they go well shit like i just locked up because i just got off work and i ride every day mm-hmm. I, i'm going to work on this thing <laughs> and I even kind of started to get like that for a while when I, you know, in the before times and I was working a lot, you know, yeah. more than full time. And it was, it was like, well, I was just at work for 10 hours and I rode home in Brooklyn traffic. And oh. now I just want to sit here like in the quiet. Yeah. But it's like, it's funny because even then I will not say that it will, I have ever lost I've never had that moment where I said, fuck them, sell the bike. I've never mm-hmm. had it. You asked me that like an hour ago. Yeah. And it's just never happened. I've owned a ton of bikes and I've sold all of them. I'm down to just my original one. Oh, not original, but the, the you know, my baby. Yeah, yeah. You know, I call it my Viking warship. But like, I, you know, I've had tons of other things. I sold off most of everything just because of like storage. And I'll tell you the, the, one of the wisest things my mom ever said, but it was when, when the guy gave me that Moby, she looked me dead in the eye and said, you know, you only have one, butt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why, why do you need another bike? Yeah. And I was like, well, it's a moped though. It's like a Moby. And then this was a Tomos. And I went through the whole thing and she was like, Nah, like <laughs> you know but i guess you know it's like you think about you know there's people that, that collect them and there's people that have one yep you know one good reliable bike 
and I think I'm kind of getting to that point. I'll probably end up with something else in the future. You yeah. know. Well, but, I, yeah. I think for an avid moped rider, you need two because one's always broken. But well, I have too. I have too many bikes. Like, I'll be the first one to admit. It. I'm looking. I'm liquidating bikes this weekend. I'm trying to get rid of two. So, like, yeah. The only thing that's kind of funny is that you say that. And yesterday, um, I had a freak weird thing. Something must have just put a little bit too much weight on my tail light, mm-hmm. and it melted. And uh, I had my cover rolled. Up. It, it was raining yesterday, so I took my cover to work with me. And the cover was rolled up, and at some point it caught fire. Oh, um, <laughs> and there's like a really great burn hole succession now down my cover because the thing was rolled up. And it's like funny because I'm just like, well, thanks, treats. I just put an order in because I need a taillight. But yeah. for the most part, I think that my bike is okay enough to where um, I can I can live with one. I don't really need a backup bike. If I do, there's other ones that, you know, maybe someone will let me borrow if I'm really yeah. nice. <laughs> well, it's different with you, though. Like, how many does uh, Colin have? He's down to three or four. So, okay. Like, yeah, I mean, that's that's a good number, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, t- like I said, I also have a, a 81 motorcycle. Honda Magna that sits in front of my house that I really should, you know, I mean, if I was desperate, I have this thing that I can ride <laughs> out there. <laughs> um, it's just not a moped. Yeah. yeah. So let me ask you one question. What's your the dumbest thing you've ever done in mopeds? That I've ever done? Yep, in mopeds, the dumbest thing. You can have fun with it. You can be serious about it. Like, moped-related, dumbest thing I you ever s- did. I said yes to a marriage proposal, not sober at a rally. Boom. Perfect. And married that guy, and now we're divorced. <laughs> um, so that's that's probably... He's not. He's not listening because he doesn't do anything. But that, that <laughs> probably was the one of the dumber things that I've ever done. I hate to say this. I'm really boring. I'm like grandma. I'm mama bear. I don't do a lot of crazy, crazy stuff. At least that I'm gonna say publicly. Yeah. Um, and and again, it's just silly. Yeah, dumb. yeah. Yeah. It's and it's so it's like this is me sitting here thinking like I can't even really think of too much because I'm usually like the cautious making sure everybody gets so back okay and <laughs> and like being grandma. Oh, you know, like I mean I yeah, I'm just I'm not somebody that does dumb moped things. I've yeah. No worries. Just that um, one marriage. Yeah. That was <laughs> So now that it's it's already fucking May, I can't believe that. Um, what are your 2021 moped plans? Do you have any other 2021 moped plans? So, uh, like I said, like this is a, this is so crazy. So last year we took we just canceled the whole year. Yeah. And then this year I jumped on moped spring break, literally just because I not even because I wanted to go down south, but like I just wanted to see a couple of my friends. You know, um, at that point I was already vaxxed. And like yep. ready to go. 
Um, and I wanted to get out of the house and we had other cool family things that we could do along the way. So it worked out. It was a perfect timing. Um, I haven't made a lot of other plans. Because I'm just saying there's going to be a spicy boy at that thing. At uh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, at least one. Um, I started a new job like last week. I went back to grad school. I yeah. am looking at maybe potentially like moving, which is going to be a really big deal. Um, cause that's going to be some like adult points that I gain. Ooh. Um, we have a big, huge family gathering that's planned in August. That's probably going to cost a lot of money. <laughs> um, and so that's why it sucks because it's like usually I would just jump on that rally circuit. I go on the moped army calendar and I write everything down and I go. Yeah. Um, and my life just isn't that anymore. Um, so it's going to be kind of like play it by ear and hopefully I see people. I know that there, um, there's a big cool thing that's in Maine in May um that we've done in the past and they do like a cool lobster boil and i love lobster i love seafood yeah yeah especially lobsters in maine because they're just like five times the size of the ones that you get at like red lobster in, in michigan oh they don't fuck around yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and they're um, different they're different than the southern lobsters yeah yeah I know. right oh i have to actually just tell the world i went to my fir first crawfish boil when i was in new orleans this is not moped related i was just really excited it's okay about that. It's okay. You can talk uh, about non-moped stuff here. We'll allow it. Crawfish until I passed out. It was great. Nice. Um, but anyway, so um, the thing, it's Acadia State Park, and there's going to be some cool people. Hopefully that, that that's something we get to do. Um, but yeah, like, I just can't, I can't cross off every weekend anymore like I used to. Well, you got to yeah. adult at some point. I mean, as long as you <laughs> make enough effort. Like, yeah, trust me, I'm I kept pushing my, I kept pushing uh, Marie to do this Memorial weekend. Cause I'm like, Hey, I'm not going to be able to do anything till like the 4th of July. Otherwise, come on, do yeah. it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Yeah. And I, and like, I'll always, I'll, I, I'll always like, no, we can't do this. I'll respect that. But I never heard a no. So like I knew deep down she probably wanted to do something, but whatever. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that a lot, a big part of me, if I can make something work, I will do it because I definitely have a kind of a YOLO mentality, which mm -hmm. is, you know, like I just want to, I want to do as much as I can until I can't. Exactly. Um, I've had a couple life things and, you know, that have really put a little bit of more of a idea of mortality in my, in my bones. Yeah. And so there's definitely been times where I said, like, I, if I don't do it now, when is this chance ever going to come? And, and I don't want to regret anything. You know, I don't want to look yeah. back and say I, I should have done some crazy shit. So at well, least I have a couple things under my. Yeah. Like I saw, a, I saw a documentary code. with Kevin Smith, probably a, about a month before I really started talking about Baker's dozen. And it was right at, it was about a year after he had his major heart attack, Kevin Smith, Jay and Silent Bob, Kevin yeah. Smith lost a bunch of weight. And like, he started talking about these films he wanted to do. He goes, I always talked about doing this and that and everything. And then once you, and this rang true for me, and I'm sure it did does with you what I'll say it. Like when you have a near death experience or you rub shoulders with death, 
you come to realize how finite life is and you know you have to fucking do it now there is no time we have to do it now and we have to we can't talk about it anymore and that's kind of the why i've been doing the shit i've been doing because like our tomorrows are not guaranteed like i want to go have responsible yeah. fun as much yeah. as i can or irresponsible fun yeah well i and I, when i say responsible bit. fun like i mean i want to make sure my bills are paid well, my yeah. mortgage sure. like definitely, my car definitely. my car insurance you know my you utilities come, come home to eviction notice or no yeah. power but other than that yeah totally yeah and then uh, other than that fuck it dude i do not give a shit like i'm not gonna go intentionally hurt anybody i'm gonna go have fun so rock and roll um yeah that was itched sorry everybody this is not professional podcasting i'm trying to hold back a sneeze allergy season there we go um but yeah is there anybody you want to as we're kind of wrapping this up is there anybody you want to say hi to shout outs you said you could go on and on in hours there's so many people there's so many people and like i said everybody's cool yeah so then it's like what if i say you know like hi annie i love you and then like everybody else is like don't worry i'll i'll hear about it like eight in the morning on a saturday because that's like the running joke with about four people they right. all dming me like you forgot this fact and you didn't do right. this and why'd you screw this up it's like motherfucker i love you guys right um i'm gonna i'm just gonna say that um mopeds are dumb mopeds are really dumb it's oh my gosh uh uh apologize to anybody that's on that weird moped army like facebook group because i've been just trolling the shit out of it every person that's like Hey, I found this like a F A fifty Suzuki. Should I buy it? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Just I think no, everybody man. has fun with that group because, like, uh, my favorite favorite. Um, I'm gonna just call out the guy who said he was running through his brake pads really quick. So my comment was just stop using the brakes. Duh. Yeah. Right. Perfect. Um. So hopefully that guy did not listen to my advice, or maybe he did. We'll, ne- we'll never know. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of of a really poignant last remark. Um, I'm well, gonna, let me. I almost what? forgot to ask you this question. Oh. Um, sure. You can talk about like the first time or last time, and like, I I I equate yeah. it to either like touching the sky. I dog. It's it's shitty line I got from Tron, where like you're it's that perfect time you're riding the bikes in tune whatever and like you're just happy and there's nothing fucking wrong do you remember the first time you felt that or when was the last time you felt that i would say one of the i don't remember the first time i felt that because Mm -hmm. uh i was probably like four on the back of a motorcycle really okay um I mean, first time on a moped i should but say I, I, yeah i mean i'm a moped but that's what i'm saying is that like i've kind of always had those moments like here and there like throughout things um definitely i remember <laughs> this is like an epic kentucky uh it might have been lexington or louisville i don't remember i, I think it was actually a lexington rally but we take off and we're on this country road. And, and I always tell everybody that the roads in Kentucky are awesome. If you can ride mopeds there, go do it. 
uh, find cool moped people, but don't do not talk to anyone else <laughs> at all. Um, but uh, the point of the story is we're riding and this road is just perfect. And my bike is just opened up and I am going and we look and running next to us is like a herd of like thoroughbred stallion horses. Like, and there's like 15 horses and they're just like galloping. Like it looks like a Budweiser commercial or like something, you know? And it was just like this insane like moment. And when we all ended up stopping wherever wherever the hell we stopped you know every person was like oh my god did you see the horse you know it was like yeah the horse which it wasn't even like it wasn't like city kids who had never seen horses it was just this insane weird postcard moment of Mm -hmm. like that i mean that was that was like touching the sky because and then they like you know went off into the field or whatever yeah um but like it was like every person wanted to make sure that that actually happened yeah you know, like, no, that's cool fucking that? rad. Um, I had another, another moment that always sticks out with me though, was when we did, I was riding and I was kind of alone in Maine and it was on the Baker's trip and I had just taken off and everybody went one way and I went another way and I found just the coolest road in, in America, but it looked like it was brand new. It was mm-hmm. super, um, elevated like there was like these crazy like ditches but they didn't they weren't like ditches it was like the road kind of came to like this weird like if you were up on top of like all these fields Mm -hmm. and it was banked every corner had like a perfect banked like it was like a guy who built a test track like made this road (laughs) yeah and there there was no paint on the road at all there was no lines and there was no cars. It was just me. And probably for a good half hour or so, up until we got to this guy's house that we were staying at for the night. And I even, when I got there, like, I was just like, oh my God, do you ride that road like every day of your life? Like, that was the coolest yeah. moment, you know? That was like perfect riding. And he was just like, yeah, yeah, I do. I ride. <laughs> you're, you're, you're like talking like you discovered how you split that atom. He's like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, I live here. Yeah. I, I, that, that's it's the road a half a mile from my house. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, probably. So that was number three, number two. It's horses, Port, or Maine, wherever the hell we were. Number one was riding near Biloxi, Mississippi there's the little road that's like on the gulf it was also baker's mm-hmm. and it was like the most perfect day gulf coast is on my left this little stupid town is on my right i was listening to my i always have headphones on every time i ride a bike no matter what yeah. i have music playing yep, yep uh i found a playlist that was called hip-hop barbecue oh my it was God. just straight up like like all the music from high school i don't want to admit but um don't worry about it it was like part it was just a party in my head and i was riding and it was like the most beautiful day and i even made we drove down there we took like with our van and i made colin like do that route Mm because i just wanted to like experience being there again like that was like my probably my favorite place ever that i've seen in america and it was like in mississippi somewhere yeah Mississippi, Weird. like I'll, I'll say this, like I've got, I've driven through that state a few times. Yeah. I can't say anything for like the towns or the people, but like 
way underrated countryside. Yeah. Like I'll say that like beautiful countryside. That's all like, I have no other experience than that. Um, but anyway, so that's, that's top three. Definitely. That's rad. Like, I'm, I'm glad you like knew that. Like I've got a few, it, well, no, for me, it's, it happens so often now that like, I just get fucking happy and like I throw the earbuds in and I've got my yeah. shitty Pandora mix. Like everybody, like when I go down South, there was like, you got Cinna gym. Nope. Cause I don't want to fucking talk to anybody when I'm, on, when I'm on my bike. Like that was the, only, like, I just want to listen to my fucking shit and I just want to roll. Like I, I would talk have to maybe like to talk to people when we were doing bakers because there's a lot of alone time. Yeah, that's and- fine. The first year, there was a lot of times that I got yelled at via like glimpse or texting because I was like posting selfies on Insta as I was riding because I was so bored. That, and I was like, that scares me. <laughs> well, it's like yeah, the phone's mounted and like I'm just going in a straight line. Hey, you're still here. To, you're still here to talk about. And so then they'd whatever. be like, "Stop texting!" <laughs> like I would get like would come up on my phone like stop it and I'm like haha okay I'll stop and they're like you're not stopping <laughs> I'm still responding That's awesome. but yeah uh it does get it is a little lonely so I would have liked to have some type of like headset communication thing but I had I had music but yeah, yeah anyway but that's right um I gotta finish up as we wrap up here um I gotta do one little thing um I have the Richmond weather report for Saturday, April 6th, we'll say. It's going to be um, 67, partly cloudy, low of 43. Um, I say this because everybody, I listen to Moped Monday podcast, and everybody said that, uh, one. I think it was Marla said Jim needs to call in with a weather report because I talk about the weather all the time. So I gave you a weather report on my podcast. So when you guys hear this on Thursday, you'll know what your weather will be like. So yeah, we got that going for us. Um, (laughs) But I can't thank you enough for coming on the podcast. Stick around. I got to talk to you logistics stuff here in a second. Um, But again, thank you so much for coming on second chance moped podcast. And don't forget Christina mopeds are dumb dumb (laughs) thanks (laughs) bye-bye Thank <laughs> you.